Family Church Podcast, a fun, sometimes intellectual conversation about the church and the comings and goings of the congregation here at Living Word. I'm the man behind the board and one of your hosts, Zach Benzel. Joining me today is a couple of blue boys. And I say that because it turns out we're all wearing blue today. Hey, nice. I didn't uh, even notice that. Well done. Head pastor, Pastor Scott Millis, and youth director, Matt Kreider. Hey, everybody. What's hey, up? Hey, everybody. No, what's going on, guys? Tried to slip my Gabe Preston, uh, <laughs> Gabe Preston moment, but we're a little bit under the gun time wise, and I didn't want to today. Blow yeah, I think that's uh, and I think that's passed. I mean, when well, yeah, we'll we'll it. we'll put it in the pocket for another six months, and <laughs> we'll, we'll edit it in. Bring that one, you. When, <laughs> we just <laughs> edit, yeah, edit it in every time. That's pretty good. So, hey, um, great job with Keith Hershey. That podcast went pretty well. Hey, had, he's a great guest. Yeah, that one. The Sunday morning was fantastic yeah, i mean it was a, really good to have him in great here, so. guy keith hershey, if you miss definitely. either one of those make sure to go back listen to the keith hershey podcast um yes. and also listen to the keith hershey message yeah the yes. message has been posted awesome. online so you yes. can get both of those on the website or if you already subscribed to both of those uh podcasts you should get it automatically so yeah right. very cool very good to have him in yep. here so absolutely and we got to hear uh keith moore uh, it's like the week of Keith's, but we got yes. to hear Keith Moore at the RMAI Regional yes. uh, here in Champaign at oh, Midwest man. Believers Church, and that was phenomenal. Yes, and I only was. got, I was only unfortunately able to make one night, but gosh, I'm going to go back. better than that you weren't there. Was he? I'm sure he was. <laughs> <laughs> they were, um, oh, Living Word Church in Roberts. Their yeah. crew, their crew brought out a few cameras, and they were doing live streaming. Yeah, and so uh, Trent told me he, I could catch that on their on right. their on the Midwest right. Believers Church Facebook page. So I'm gonna have to check right. that out because I really want to see it. But got the chance to check with Paul. Um, he's kind of the tech guy or whatever. Right. He was showing me their live streaming stuff. Uh, but it's pretty cool. I'm going to be testing some of that out in youth group. All right. Yeah. Cool. So unfortunately, we can't. I think you can only live stream to Instagram, which is what we were doing from an old phone. Um, you, you can, can only do that from the from the Instagram app on a phone. Oh, on a phone. You oh, can't, or a, a device, mobile device. But yeah. Okay. Uh. But yeah, you can't. Like, I've never seen anything. I've seen two or three different live streaming things, and Instagram is never an option. It's got a bunch of options, but Instagram is not one of them. So I don't know if Instagram's if their platform is a little bit more closed off to some of these. Broadcast. You just said you could only live stream oh. on Instagram. You can only no, no, no. live stream to Instagram on a phone. On a phone. Nothing you else. Can, oh, nothing gotcha. right. Okay. So on these so the, he showed me the software he was using and uh sorry this is geek speak here, but he was showing the software that he was using and he showed me the options and you know, Vimeo, YouTube, a lot of these are on there, but yeah. Instagram's not one of them. So I'm thinking about testing it out and doing YouTube hey, we'll instead see. of Facebook. Okay. So yeah, right. we'll see. We'll see how how it works out but anyway so, yeah. it was pretty cool it was a really good service it was a yeah, lot of fun yeah. and uh was really good getting to see everybody yeah um some other ministers from around that we don't get to see all that often yeah uh, i get to see some of them at camp each year um but the rmai regional and camp are pretty much it for the most part yeah. so unless unless some of them come here for a guest speaker or something which is kind of hit and miss too depending on how far away they are right but. well and, and you know if you if your guest speaker is only there on a sunday morning you're not gonna well see and right right it. yeah it's only if we have a guest speaker like sunday night or right on an evening so yeah uh but yeah you can be sure if it's a you know, when we had Hagen's in, we saw a lot of those people. 
Oh, right. right. Well, if that's we, a, if we had Keith Moore in, we'd see a lot of those people. Yeah. If we had him on a non-Sunday morning service, I sure. Mean, Can extended we extended meeting? Is that a possibility, or is he just too busy for us to? I would love to have Keith Moore in. Uh, no, we'll it. get him in someday. It's definitely possible. He's been here before, and uh, it's been a long time. It ago, has though. been a long time, and I had actually put in a request at the end of last year to see if he'd be interested in coming this year, and didn't hear anything back until recently, where the guy uh, who sets this up says he was apologizing. Saying I am sorry, I mi- I just I came across this request, totally missed it. We'll be getting back to you. So great, that's exciting. You know, as as we say in faith circles, we'll keep our fingers crossed. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> speaking of the cross, let's talk about relics. No, no we'll get there. We'll get there a little bit later. Well, and uh, that's what the other thing I was going to say was um, uh, on Friday. So on the for the RMA regional, they had Thursday night, Friday throughout the day. They had some breakout sessions, some different stuff. Uh, yeah, roundtable. Yeah, roundtable discussions, and then the, the Friday night service. So I missed Thursday uh, because Ashley wasn't feeling well, and so I wanted to kind of be home and and, uh, and take care of her and just help out with the kids and stuff. Such a obviously, great husband. I know, yeah. right? I got a I've got a ribbon right now going. So, <laughs> but but then third or excuse me, Friday. Um, I had already had a planned field trip with Abigail. I was yeah. one of the chaperones for her field trip to Springfield, oh. which I was super stoked about. I'm, I'm bummed that it fell on the RMA Regional. Weekend. For our out-of-state listeners, Springfield is the seat of uh, <laughs> Illinois <laughs> government. Right. Seat of power. <laughs> yeah, well, outside of Chicago, it's the seat of power for <laughs> Illinois right, government. Right. But, um, but I was so stoked because I'm a, I'm, I'm a history buff. Yeah. I'm kind of a history buff that enjoys history, but it's not like I would win any quizzes or anything like that but it's just a lot of fun to go back and see that stuff and plus i have fond memories of that same type of trip when i was in grade school oh, yeah. it was a lot of fun i think fourth grade is when we went well yeah she's in fourth grade so anyway uh but we got to go see the oh the the lincoln home they have a there's like a block where they've got a bunch of these old homes that are survived yep. from wow back i mean whatever 18 whatever it was 1860s or whatever it was when he came to springfield or 1850s maybe and so we got to see the old lincoln home all these artifacts um that that are preserved that that are kept and all the designs the same based on what few pictures they've got i mean everything is laid out it's really really neat and then but we went from there we went to the uh lincoln presidential museum or presidential library and um got to see all the different things there it was so much fun it was so cool but one of the neatest things for me was uh they had little fifteen minute shows uh and there's one theater it was called the Ghost in the Library or something like that where they had a um there was a gentleman I don't know if you've ever been to anything like this or not but there's a stage and there's uh, props set up but they have a glass they have a window it's the stage is windowed off but it's like a forty five it's at a forty five degree angle and the way they project on there or do something it looks like this stuff is happening on the on the stage when it's not there. So they've got uh, props, of course, to work around, but like, um, he would, um, the actor would have his lines or whatever. Um, and he would like, let's say he would take a quill pen out of the desk and he would write something on the book or whatever. And all of a sudden these words would come up into the air or like smoke would come out of a book and there'd be a civil war scene or whatever. And it would just be like, it would look like it was real, but it's just how yeah. they project on this class. It's just really, really neat. But he was talking about, um, you know, why do we, and of course this is all geared towards younger kids on sure. younger audiences, but now why do we preserve these, um, these artifacts? Why do we preserve this history? Why do we preserve the writings of these people, you know, specifically yeah. about presidents, but really, sure. you know, this can be applied to anybody. Right. Why do we do this? You know, why do we, why do we dig up things? And, um, you know, for instance, one of the things that they dug up in Lincoln's yard were some of these old chess pieces. It's like, we, here's the games we played. Here wow. are the games that Lincoln taught his sons who 
None of them lived into adulthood with the exception of one. Out of four sons, only one lived to adulthood. Wow. Like it's just stuff that you can learn about these people, how they thought, how they acted, how they spoke, all this kind of stuff. And it's just fascinating. And so Abigail, of course, you know, being used to stuff, you know, TV and whatever else. She was like, well, that was only so. So I didn't really understand what he was talking about. And so I would try to explain it to her. You know, here's how we... This is why this is what he was talking about preserving these artifacts, and here's why it's important. So it was just really, really cool, and we all the other stuff was great too. Yeah. And we really kind of only had a couple of hours, so I didn't really get a chance to read through all of these newspaper clippings and all this kind of stuff. But and uh, but it was really, really kind of neat, and it was actually funny. They had a TV studio set up where like the election of whatever 1860 or whatever, yeah, how it would be covered, yeah, if it was covered somewhat in today's media and stuff it was really kind of kind of interesting they had yep. they had the different candidates and stuff and mm. what they stood for and against and wow it was it was really neat but the artifact one that goes in the library one was really really cool so wow yeah yeah but uh so yeah so i i don't know it was just kind of neat to have that opportunity to tell abigail you know here's why it's important for us to keep you know to maintain these things to know how previous generations thought and how you know why we have what we have today you know specifically right our constitution and our country and our nation. And, you know, when we had this epic civil war, you know, against, um, splitting of our country Mm -hmm. and against slavery and all this Mm -hmm. stuff, you know, why is that important to know and understand these things? So it was really, it was really kind of neat. So I had a blast. It was a really good, it was a really good trip. So, well, that's good. Yeah. Uh, you were talking about the, the, the importance of preserving these things. Right. Right. Uh, I was looking actually here for a for a Dolly painting. You ever? It's a very famous with the melted clocks. Yeah, yeah. Know, oh yeah, Salvador. Yeah, uh, Salvador persistence Dali. of Salvador memory. Uh, Joe Thomas, who has been a guest on this podcast and who is also a historian, uh, loves that painting because he thinks it is a nice uh, image of the importance of the historian. Hmm. How our view of history will absolutely be disfigured uh it will be clouded it will be uh inaccurate without recorded history right if wow. all we have yeah. are people's memories and people's versions you know there's your revisionism right? right uh that's the the real importance of maintaining copies of these writings uh things we can get our hands on that demonstrate this really happened and here's how and here's why uh you know, if you take it back, you know, into archaeological things, you know, that, uh, you know, it's always exciting when, uh, you know, somebody's doing a dig in the Middle East and they find uh, uh, something that offers us a confirmation of something we read about in the Bible, for yeah. instance, you mm-hmm. know, a certain inscription on a tomb right, or even right. a coin or something like that. I, it wasn't that long ago that they found a coin with Pilate's inscription on it, you know. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't remember hearing about that. Yeah. That and, is cool. Uh, and so that's all exciting for uh, apologetics reasons, right? Um, and when you're talking about manuscripts, you know, when we have, you know, this is, you know, the, the Dead Sea Scrolls. Was it, is it exciting just to see, oh, here's some old stuff? Yeah, it is. But it also gave uh, scholars the opportunity to compare much more recent uh, translations of the Bible to much older translations of the Bible and see how much has it, had it changed in however many hundreds of years. Right. And since it hadn't, since they were very, very accurate, they could, they, you could then assume, well, in the 500 years prior to that, it probably didn't change much either. Yeah. Right. Uh, and that's simplifying it a lot. But here, here's my point. 
we miss the true value of those artifacts because we get wrapped up in the artifacts themselves. Right. You know, mm. it's kind of like uh, we were talking about it a little bit before the podcast. There are, there are churches who claim to have a splinter or a shard of the true cross. And these things are encased and they're admired and, and, al- and oh, almost right. obviously what you wind up flirting with is idolatry. Right. right? Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, you know, why do people want to find Noah's Ark or the Ark of the Covenant? You know, the, the search for Noah's Ark was, uh, and there's some, some fascinating writing. Hey, we found, we think we know where it is. And then there's an avalanche or this or that. Uh, do I need to see, do I need to get my hands on a chunk of petrified wood uh, from Mount Ararat to believe that the, that Noah's Ark uh, account is true? No, I don't. Right. Um, yeah. And obviously if you find some of that, it's not going to prove it to somebody who is determined not to believe it. Right. Uh, but what's important that we have preserved is the word itself. Amen. Right. Yep. Yep. Uh, but in the word, you also see that they struggled with that. Most famously is when Hezekiah was cleansing the land of uh, uh, idols. And uh, one of the things he destroyed was the, uh, uh, the brass serpent on the pole that Moses had held up in the wilderness. Do you remember when the, uh, when okay, the yeah. venomous snakes <clears throat> yeah, were yeah. killing people and yeah. uh, Moses fashions at God's direction, fashions this right. pole with a snake on it and held it up. And everybody who looked at it right. with a steady absorbing, absorbing gaze were healed. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing to read that they had held on to this thing all these years. Yeah. They had it in the storehouse and Hezekiah called it Nehushtan. Uh, thing of brass and he throws it in the fire and destroys it because he you're missing it you know yes this thing is of historical significant significance right. but not of worship significance and right. that's what the people were doing oh we got, we've still got this thing in case we ever need healed we'll look at this brass thing no no right. no that wasn't right. the message um you know i just wow to think we could still have that you know to look yeah. at you know but we don't and it's yeah. it's okay that we don't right yeah so so as long Relics, as the, artifacts, the yeah. word is in, is preserved. That's yes, important. Yeah. that's right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, talking about Springfield or Washington, D.C., uh, it's, it's, uh, you can, you put, try to put a money value on, uh, uh, the constitution oh, right. or oh, something gosh. like that. Well, yeah. the main thing is that we maintain an accurate copy of it. You know, we've got right. to know what went into this and this is why all these writings of the founding fathers are so important mm-hmm. because when people try to apply revisionism or uh regard the constitution as a living document well they couldn't possibly have predicted this that or the other thing well you read in their writings outside the constitution itself and see they did a pretty good job of predicting an awful lot i mean you know right. taking certain possibilities into account right you know right. and one of those things was of course hey look this isn't going to work except for a moral and religious people. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I will probably butcher the quote, but, it, but it's very close to uh, this constitution is, is made for a moral and religious people and is unfit for the government of any other. Because when you, when you see everything it says about individual rights, right. mm-hmm. but if you don't have the framework of a biblical worldview to... Uh, to offer the uh, the self control that's necessary for individual rights to work in a society, right? Well, I've got a right to do whatever I want to do. Right. You can't do that for you can't take that very far without 
trampling somebody else's rights. Right. That's, you know? Yeah, excellent point. Excellent point. Yeah. So now how how does that so that's just I mean, fascinating to me. Obviously, there's obviously there's certain things that they could have never seen coming. Right. Automobiles, computers, right. Mobile phone. I mean, like op clearly, but what they had a firm grasp of was human nature. Right. Yeah. They had a firm grasp of human nature, and they they knew. And obviously, there was there was technological advancements even in their time. Uh-huh. And you know, any person with common sense is going to know this will continue to advance, even though we may not know the end point of that advancement. We know with any human advancement in technology, travel, anything like that, human nature is at the root of all of it. You know what I mean? Human nature and how we use that technology, whatever. You know what I mean? Right. Um, And so so when they're writing the Constitution and the amendments and the uh, um, uh, Declaration of Independence and... All yeah. these kind of things. You can see that in all their writings. Like, okay, we understand the human condition. We right. understand human nature and what it's prone to. Right. And here's the safeguards we're building in for that, regardless of the technology. Right. And that's, I mean, that's just facts. And they're brilliant, brilliant men for that they point. And, and and the hair splitting that goes on and the <laughs> complexity of the legal code because of all the specific laws that yes. have to be written. Right. I remember, and this is kind of crass, uh, but but I remember. <laughs> what are you laughing at? No, just, just kind of wondering what's coming. When, we have, when, <laughs> yeah. when you have to, here we go. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I remember, I remember sharing this while I was still a youth pastor, uh, because this when this news, this was a news item that I heard, like the day I was preaching. I think we were in uh, uh, Hosea through the Bible. I don't remember the yeah. I don't remember what the what the connection was to this, but I remembered uh, that uh, Governor Schwarzenegger. Had nice. signed a into law uh, a uh, a bill that had to specify that it was a crime to violate a corpse because a, a mortician had done that to the corpse of a ten year old boy, oh, and gosh. they Good had no night. they had no way to arrest him or charge him with anything because there wasn't anything specifically illegal about it. Well, that's the kind of extreme thing that you think, well, 200 years ago, 250 right, years ago, right, well, right. oh, yeah, let's put this in the Constitution. Right, let's put this right. in our legal code. It right. just... It never sees... Yeah. It's, right. Like you said, it's like a moral you religious people. Of it's almost right. like common sense. Exactly. Like, yeah. Huh. Like, well, now, what here's a the shame other... that you have to have a right. Like right. Exactly. And so many like that. Exactly. Right. Now, and here's the other thing that plays off of that as well, that it's utterly fascinating. And it can also go back to um, maintaining the word of God. Is it, it, I mean, nothing but the divine providence of God that has kept this together. Right. Our nation. Yeah. We have a document of whatever, however many pages with the amendments and all that kind of stuff. What has caused us as a nation for over 200 years to adhere, not only adhere to that document, but respect it, revere it, right. live by it. And obviously there's factions that don't. I mean, whatever. Sure. But as a whole, as a nation, how many other nations in the world have we seen rise and fall? Right, and it's like right. coups and military coups and being over, taken over. I'm just like, my goodness, yeah. to see that. And now, granted, we're still a very, very young nation. I get it. In the, history, in the grand scale and history of the world, I absolutely. Right. But to know that even in even over 200 years that this thinly veiled document has kept us together. You know what I mean? Like, right. and, and built in safeguards and stuff like that. Right. And then you take that to 
the monks who carefully wrote down and copied scripture yes and carefully you know what i mean like the right. very divine pro and and the gutenberg press and how they were trying to destroy things and all this uh, all yeah. this crazy stuff over the course of history and yet we still have a nearly perfect right. accounting of the word of god that's right it has been very faithfully and i would say supernaturally <laughs> preserved over the years um who was it who said uh I, I remember hearing this, this uh, learning this quote at Bible school, but I've heard Ravi share it a number of times. Uh, was it uh, Voltaire who said, uh, held up a Bible and said, a hundred years from now, this book will be obsolete. Yeah. And huh. almost a hundred, uh, almost to the day, a hundred years later, uh, long after this man's death, that house that he was standing in when he made that statement was a Bible publishing house. <laughs> uh, wow. So. Yeah. And a, what, his another, yeah. another famous line from Ravi is um, the the word or the Bible. I can't remember what it references, but always outlives its pallbearers. Yes, Everybody that's who right. says this is yes. God is dead, <laughs> they right. die and God lives on. You know what I mean? It's that's just right. so, that's so right. funny. Yeah. Um, how And it's just... <laughs> It's one of those things where it's just the um, God puts to shame the quote unquote wisdom of man. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, those things that we think are wise, God's like you're fools. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, yeah. and that is proven out, especially as I get older and you know gain little wisdom day by day. I mean, that's the thing watching the news and kind of keeping up with stuff going on that is displayed over and over and over again. These people that call themselves like these brilliance, it's like you realize the stuff you're talking about is completely insane, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like it's just, and yet you call yourself this brilliant person, whether, (laughs) whether it's politics or science or school, whatever the case is, it's like, okay, this is not, this literally flies in the face of just basic common sense. Yeah. What you're trying to espouse here. And yet they're just the most brilliant people in the world. You know what I mean? It's just so funny to see that, but it's just, I mean, yeah, the stuff that God orchestrates is just fascinating. Yeah. yeah. So really cool. Is. So cool. But yeah. So he who what, sits in the heavens laughs. Yeah. <laughs> right. That, yeah. That's funny. You know, that, that that's in uh, which Psalm <clears throat> early Psalm. Uh, and there are people, you know, the, in the laughter movement, you know, which you, when the Holy spirit manifests himself with the Holy, right. Laughter, right. Uh, there are people who were using that passage at sea he who sits in the heavens laughs god laughs therefore we should be like him and laugh but that and i'm not arguing against holy laughter i know it's been a very cleansing thing people have experienced enjoy it but that that particular passage is a mocking laughter talking about <laughs> god frustrating the plans of men who yeah. shake in their fists raging against why do the nations rage you know they've got all their ah we're gonna right. live without god we're gonna make god obsolete and he who sits in the heavens he's not panicking he's laughing right, oh, right. you gotta be kidding me right wow yeah. that's incredible yeah. Yeah, so I think yeah. if we're going to be like God, we need to mock the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That that just makes me think of, I don't remember where I saw it, and it was, wasn't so much a quote as it was an idea about how um, godly wisdom, godly wisdom um, isn't so much knowledge as it is understanding, yeah. which I thought yeah. was a yeah. really cool idea. Yeah. Um, just like, you know, it's not... What makes you wise in God's eyes isn't how much you know, but it's how much you understand, understand. about God. That's right. right. Which is, right. I mean, it's just so cool. True. And how yeah. God has ordered things. Right. You know, and when you have That's an understanding right. and you have a, a, a relationship with God and have an understanding of how he has set things into order and right. set things into motion, 
I mean, so much in our world and our existence falls right into line. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, granted, there's always going to be things that we can't explain. We can't wrap right. our minds around. Yeah. Um, uh, for instance, all all the things that we're now discovering about time itself. Right. And how time is what? Fluid? You know what I mean? Yeah, like right. It's actually... No, what was it? I heard the other day, I heard not too long ago, that the speed of light, which we had always considered a constant, right, is changing. Like it... I don't oh, wow. know. I don't ask me how they measure it or whatever, but I had read this and it just struck me like everything I know is wrong. You know, it's just right. it's just one of these weird things that as our scientific knowledge and understanding is furthered year by year, decade right. by decade, mm-hmm. we're finding out what we used to think we knew with a certainty is not true. Right. You know how right. time is is a is a variable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just crazy all this stuff to think about, and yet God's yeah. like. Rock it out, keep going. Right. I created it, so you right. just keep discovering and learning and growing. Right, but, right, but right, as you, right, right. But as you bring a knowledge and understanding of who God is to that, yeah, these things fall in line. Right, yeah. and you're never gonna. It's like we're never gonna know enough. Either. Oh no, we're absolutely. never gonna hit yep. a point where yeah, you're gonna be like, exactly okay, we got right. figured out now. Right. I mean, there's there's just no way. Well, and this is bringing this kind of almost full circle. This is one of the things Keith Moore said that I thought was beautiful, and I don't know if he said it Thursday night or Friday night. But he, well, in fact, I know he said it Thursday night, and I think he referenced it Friday night, where he goes, how many, you know, when you came to Christ, you knew certain things. I think I may have quoted this Sunday. Yeah, you, you did. knew certain you did. things. Yep. Uh, but you walk with Christ a number of years or decades, and you look at how much your views have changed, how you've developed and grown. Right. Uh, and, you know, you, you make adjustments as you get more light and revelation. He goes, well, you know, what if we're here another, if you if you could live another thousand years in this body, on this right. day, how much do you think you'd develop and grow? Uh, it, it's it's the same thing. You, you, you uh, not that you abandon the truth, you know, it's like, you know, the essential truth, the core truth that I believed 40 plus years ago is still true and is still central. Uh, but I've learned some things about, uh, uh, but it's, it's you maintaining that attitude of humility to hear somebody like Keith Moore, who's got all this knowledge and all this experience and has been there, done that, seen this say to say, we see now is through a glass darkly. We know in part, we don't know it all. We don't know it all. uh, If we, you know, if if we're here for another hundred years and we grow in grace and walk with God, we're still not going to know it all. Right. Uh, And he said that in context, at least Friday night when he was mentioning that again, he said it in context of, you know, you pray for something, you believe for something, you stand in faith for something. And if it doesn't happen the way you think it should, right. Guess what? It's not about you. Like it's not, you know what I mean? Like there's either whatever, whatever the case is. Right. You don't don't get mad at God. Don't stomp yeah, your feet. Right. Don't because you don't know everything. Yeah, you can't God see sees the beginning the from the, the end. Right, yeah. exactly right. Yeah. God sees it all. He has developed it all. And you're walking in faith. You're standing right. in faith. You're standing on His word to the best of your and, understanding and ability. And it's okay to say why God because He just might tell you. But don't say why God while you shake your fist at right, exactly right, which right. is something you said. Yeah, right. that right. was Sunday too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah. So. Man, yeah, it was really, I, yeah, I'm going to go back and watch Thursday night because it was really, really good. Yeah, the stuff yeah that he very said good that, stuff. So. Hey, uh, speaking, before we wrap this up, I want to remind people, and this will, we'll, we'll have another podcast or two between now and then, of course, but Gary Crowell is coming. Oh, and yeah. And it looks like he'll be able to stay for Sunday night. Now, he's and, the minister uh, we, the ministry we support in China, correct? He, okay. Right, right. And, and, Asia, you know, uh, uh, not just China. But when yeah, was the last very, time we had him in? Two years ago. Two years. That's what I thought. Yeah. It was pretty recent. Yeah, very, yeah. very good. Mm-hmm. Very. You know, he was, he was uh, I believe he was a dean of students at Rama uh, oh, for a number okay. of years. 
and uh, just a fantastic speaker and and a you know, great man of God. Great experiences. I know he'll have uh, he'll have a lot of good stuff to share with us. Mm-hmm. I don't have the it's early June. He's coming in. I just got an email confirmation about that the other June's day. June's going to be packed. Don't June is going to be packed. June's going to be. What don't, else is in June? Well, don't we have summer scream in June? Well, we do have summer scream. Do we in June. have VBS in June or is that July? That's July. We, okay. VBS is in July, which I found our VBS for next year. June second. That's when there's a video games themed VBS. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, <laughs> this would be awesome. So yeah, so I've go. got that. Put a pin in it. Ready That's for right. next year. I'll put a pin in that. Put a pin we in can that. use missile command to illustrate yes. the flaming missiles that the shield of faith. There you go. I think that is perfect. And if we were to buy some more classic arcade games just that to make be, those illustrations, you know, I that think would how be well re- our children would know the Bible. Yeah, <laughs> that would be really cool because I'm just immediately thinking of all the different ways you could like make uh, decorations and <laughs> um, stuff, like yeah. a oh, wow. video game, like arcade, Easy. retro, yes. 80s. I think it would be so cool. Yeah. cool. And the game that showed on the cover, I was flipping through one of our catalogs that we get here at the church, and they had a whole bunch of VBSs listed, and that was the one that caught my eye just because it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I just thought it'd be fun, yeah. but it showed the retro, like the old school yeah. um, styles of the video games. Like it was yeah. obviously nothing like real new or whatever. Yeah. So we're not doing a Fortnite VBS. So we're going to do a <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, so yeah, anyway, got some cool stuff coming up. Some um, Gary Crowell and Summer yep. Scream and VBS and lots of great things. The end of school's coming up. Graduation. Yes. Yes. Oh. Graduations. Graduations. I, in <laughs> fact, I have a baccalaureate meeting this Friday. Hey, See how what, exciting. What seniors want to get involved with that. So, yeah. Awesome. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Well, I think that about wraps up. Thanks for joining us today, guys. If you mm-hmm. like this episode, yes. make sure to subscribe so you can get notified about future episodes. And Go back. share it with your friends. Share it with yeah. your friends. Go back. Check out that Keith, Hurst, Keith Hershey episode if you haven't. Uh, make sure to leave a review. You let us know how we're doing. Send us questions, comments, topics, any of that to podcast at livingwordfamily.org. You can also check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the socials. So thanks again for joining us today, guys, on this episode of the Living Word Family Church Podcast. See ya. Peace out.